Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to Aging in Style with Lori Williams. I'm so glad you're here today, and I think you're really going to enjoy our guest. Um, We have Kristen Woods with us today, and she is the Regional Director of Sales for North and East Texas Areas for Holiday Retirement. And I met Kristen about 10 years ago when she got into senior living, so I've known her and and watched her um, just grow through her career in senior living. So Kristen um, is originally from Texas, a true Texan here. I know, it's unusual. <laughs> it really is. Um, so she went to college at Midwestern State University, and while there, her sorority, um, Sigma Kappa, was involved with the Al- Alzheimer's Association. And at that time, that's where she gained her love of seniors and dementia. And Kristen. Uh, began her career in senior living 10 years ago. She's held every sales position you can think of from sales counselor to regional director of sales. And I've known her all along that journey. (laughs) She has also worked for some of the biggest names in senior living, including Brookdale and Holiday Retirement. And while at Brookdale, she was trained in dementia care techniques, was named the 2013 East Texas Region Leader in Sales, and was a member of the President's Club. So Kristen really, she knows what she's talking about. Um, while well, working, she fakes it. <laughs> she makes it, right? <laughs> no, she knows. <laughs> um, while at, um, let's see, let me get back to her bio here. So while working in senior living, Kristen's passion for helping families and those with dementia increased as she became one of the primary caregivers for her grandfather who had Alzheimer's. She eventually helped her own family navigate through placing him in memory care, which gave her direct insight into what families were feeling and dealing with every single day. All right, Kristen. Hello. Yes, thank you. It's always funny when you um, hear your own bio. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you should be yeah. uh, be impressed. I'm very impressed with you, as always. <laughs> well, thank you. That was so nice. Yes, I... <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so let's kind of just jump into it. Um, we're going to talk sure. about independent living and there's different types of senior living out there and people get confused and the type we're going to talk about what holiday retirement is the all-inclusive independent living or as sometimes referred to the cruise ship on land so yes tell us about (laughs) what all what that means all-inclusive what what's involved in that yeah yeah so that's um yeah since Lori and I have been in senior living a very long time. Uh, We get a lot of people that look at us with kind of a funny blank stare, like, what do you mean it's not a nursing home? (laughs) Or what do you mean it's not assisted living? Um, And before we started the podcast, we were actually talking about how people get just a little confused. There's confusion around it. And they, they just don't know what they don't know. And so hopefully today we can answer some of that. And so, um, it was funny that Lori mentioned the cruise ship on the ground because 
actually work for Holiday Retirement. Um, Holiday is the um, oldest and longest provider um, of senior independent living in the United States. Um, almost 50 years, actually, that we've been in business. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't know that. I'm learning so yeah. much about Holiday that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So almost 50 years. Um, and it's funny that you say the cruise ship on the ground because when Holiday was first founded, um, one of the reasons why it was first founded is um, one of the founding people wanted a place for his mom and had gone on a cruise and loved the activity and the atmosphere. And um, when they came back, he like had this concept, like what if we had a cruise ship on the ground? And so um, many of the holiday retirement communities across the United States, there's actually 260 communities across the United States and um, they look like cruise ships on the ground. <laughs> Not all of the communities. We've had various acquisitions and things like that, but I would say over a hundred of them are very similar to what you would think a cruise ship would look like. So wide open spaces, places for people to do activities, big dining rooms, that kind of thing. So um, that's kind of where the concept came from. And that's so, that's so why funny. I never knew that until you <laughs> yeah. mentioned that earlier, right before we started recording. Uh, I had no idea that's where that came from. And I've been yeah. around holiday for 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I, I didn't know that until I joined the organization either. So that's kind of where the I where the um, the phrase, if you will, came from. So um but yeah, so when you talk about a cruise ship on the ground, you know, when you think of a cruise ship, you do think of activities and fun and food. Um, food. Yeah, <laughs> lots and lots of food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so when we talk about independent, all-inclusive living, um, and, and there are other brands other than Holiday that have in independent, inclusive. Um, so I'm going to talk about what we have. Um, and, and similar company, there are similar companies and things as well. You just kind of have to find the one that's best for you. Yeah. I always uh, say they're similar, but they have different flavors. Basically, correct. you find the one that fits for you. Correct. Um, holiday, um, when we say all inclusive, we include three meals per day. Um, we include uh, weekly housekeeping. So someone coming in and cleaning your apartment every week. So you don't have to, I'm like, sign me up. Uh, <laughs> <For real. laughs> right. And three meals. I'm a terrible and, cook. Oh, uh, I would love it personally. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, all inclusive when it comes to utilities, that's a big one. Um, so things like electricity, water, sewer, that's all included. Um, many of our communities also include cable which I don't know if you've looked at your cable bill lately. So it's expensive. <laughs> that's a, yeah, yeah it that's a big one. Um, and then transportation, that's another big inclusive thing. So we definitely encourage our seniors to be as active as possible. And if they want to bring their cars, totally they can. Um, and I but think if they don't want that, yeah, with transportation, y'all yeah. do not just like group outings, they can, yeah. you can take them to the doctor and stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so that's one of the main things that we do is medical transport um, to like doctor's appointments, to dialysis, to um, chemotherapy, things like that, those life-sustaining uh, medical needs that are so important. I mean, when you're 90 years old and you have, let's say you have 
glaucoma and you shouldn't be driving anymore, you don't want to have to worry about getting to your dialysis appointment. Um, So that's also included. Um, Activities are included. We have a very extensive activity program, everything you can think of. So it's not your... (laughs) grandma's <laughs> retirement <laughs> community, if you will, where all you think of is bingo. <laughs> exactly. I know y'all do, we do have bingo. Yeah, you have bingo because I've actually called bingo at some of yes, your communities. But we but have so many other things. I love uh, one of the things I love y'all do is uh, the beanbag baseball. And I know there's, oh, yes. there's like a competitive league, like they were traveling around and competing with yes. beanbag baseball, which is actually very fun. I've played it's that too. It's super fun. Yeah. Whenever I can get into a community, I love to play beanbag baseball. It's kind of like cornhole. Mm-hmm. If you've ever played cornhole before, um, but yes, we have very competitive um, groups of older folks and they have t-shirts and they, yeah, it's they, a big they, deal. they go to different retirement <laughs> communities and compete against each other. We've, you know, COVID has definitely put a little wrench in that, yeah. but hopefully in the fall or getting into the winter months, we will be able to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Get back to their competition. And I know y'all do like crafts and you bring normally when it's not COVID times, you bring in entertainment if happy Absolutely. hours. Y'all do so many fun things. <laughs> we do. I know. Uh, yeah, you're right. Happy hours, entertainers. A lot of our residents are actually entertainers, you know, they really? have, yeah, they have talents and they uh, play the piano or they sing or they were part of theater groups. And so um, I think actually during COVID, it's kind of helped us to see um, little sparks of what they may have done before they retired because they're providing that type of entertainment or they're leading the activities. So yeah, it's been, it's actually not a bad, I mean, it's not, it's been a challenge, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not a bad thing. Well, that's, I was going to ask you about that. How has um, COVID-19 affected, you know, how things are going in independent living? What are you seeing? (laughs) And I know it's been, it's turned everyone upside down. (laughs) Is that a loaded question? Yeah, Yeah, I know. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. No, it's a great question, actually. I'm actually glad we're talking about it because I think there's been, um, I think there's been some misconceptions um, when it comes to are they are retirement communities safe? Um, should I make that leap into a community uh, lifestyle? Um, you know, and and I'm a very I'm a straight shooter. <laughs> Lori knows that about me. So Absolutely. Has there been um, cases of COVID in skilled nursing communities and assisted livings? Yeah, absolutely, there has, and that's been really, really tough on the industry. Um, but because we saw that and independent living is different than those uh, particular types of communities, our response, I, I just can't even tell you, holidays response, I've never seen so many protocols rolled out in like 24 hours. <laughs> um, it was just amazing. And we continue to build upon that. Um, and so to, to go back to whether or not it's safe or not, I think it's actually safer. And the reason why I say that, there's a number of reasons. So um, we have rolled out protocols when it comes to cleaning. We're cleaning like six and seven times a day. Um, we're, we're going all the way down to, oh, sorry about that. It was your invitation telling me that we have a podcast. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry. 
So, um, but anyway, so we were, we're cleaning everything down to like elevator buttons and uh, doorknobs and making sure that our communities are extremely clean. That's, that's one of the main things. Uh, and actually our enhanced protocols have resulted in 44% lower infection rates in our wow. communities um, compared to the national average. Um, so that's, it's that's something to be proud of. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely working. Um, we are doing screenings every day of our associates twice a day. They get their temperatures checked. Um, they have, and I can attest to that because my <laughs> daughter actually works at one of your holiday communities. She's that's 17 right. and uh, <laughs> she's there right now, actually running the snack cart to everyone's apartment, which I think is so cool. <laughs> yes, that's enough other thing we implemented yep. so we've had to obviously um, typically people eat in a dining room together and um, just for safety precautions we've had to do meal delivery service um, so although our residents I think have been quite spoiled with that <laughs> and are not minding that they're getting <laughs> pampered that way <laughs> that and then the snack card I think snack it's card. twice a day yeah. morning and afternoon with yes. and I'm telling you it's like Cheetos and cookies, all kinds of stuff on it. So Abby yes. says it's very, very popular. <laughs> it's extremely popular. So we, the snack cart was implemented too, um, because a lot of our residents can't get out. Um, and when we were in shelter in place here in Texas, they really couldn't get out. Um, and so obviously, if you think about a senior that's living in their own home and they can't get out, it. They're, that means they're not getting groceries or maybe they're scared to go out and get groceries or, or they're going out and then uh, they're exposing exactly. themselves because I saw a lot of that when when the whole COVID began I was personally scared to go to the grocery and yeah, I went me too yeah I went one day and you know with my mask and everything on and I couldn't believe all the seniors that were out shopping and it just you know it broke my heart but if they were living at home and had no one nearby how could they get their groceries Exactly. And a lot of times seniors aren't as, some are, but they're not as tech savvy. I so they don't always too. know how to do the delivery services and things like that. And so you're right. They, their routine is to go to the grocery store on Wednesday morning and get what they need. And yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not, it was not safe. And probably right now, considering that Texas still is a hot spot. Yeah, we're a hot spot now. Not yeah. necessarily that safe either. And so um, the other thing that a lot of people don't think about, especially when you have a large company like Holiday, um, you're able to have more resources when it comes to food delivery. So we know who's delivering our food. We know where it's coming from. We know um, who's touched it, who hasn't touched it. And so we're able to control that. Whereas if you're going into a grocery store, you have no idea who touched that lemon right before you did. You have no idea what safety protocols they're using. So when it comes to food, we are extremely safe, <laughs> probably the safest you can be. Um, and we do serve three meals a day and the snack cart, which is extremely <laughs> popular twice a day. So because we want our residents to be um, obviously healthy, they need to eat. Um, and we also want to make sure they're hydrated. That's a big one. Absolutely. Too. That is huge. And dehydration is yeah, not good in seniors. No, because they, they don't drink water like they should. I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing. It's like, they don't have the, the feeling like the need to drink water. And 
it's kind of like a double-edged sword there for them. So it's so yes. important to continue that hydration. Absolutely. I encourage that. What, yeah. what about um, in your community, kind of getting back to some of the things y'all um, have there, you do allow pets, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How could I forget our furry friends? Yes, um, holiday, all holiday communities are pet friendly. Um, so we allow small dogs, cats, we have a couple of birds <laughs> mm. in some of our communities, depending on how loud they are. <laughs> <laughs> they can <Yeah>. be loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, so usually it, it depends on the community, but typically up to two pets small. Um, so like two cats or a cat and a dog. And then a dog up to like 20 pounds, 40 pounds. Um, what do you? It, it, that varies. Um, in our region, it's usually 30 to 35 pounds um, because a, lo- a lot of dogs are fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed that there's a little weight issue with some dogs. Yes. Yeah. In the community. You, so you might have a 30 pound mini schnauzer. <laughs> yeah. They're they're well taken care of. Well fed. We'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're well loved. <laughs> they're well loved. And you know, that is a, a question that I get a lot. And people say, I don't want to move because I can't, I'm, I don't want to leave my dog. And sure. it's like, you don't have to leave your dog. I mean, unless no. it's like a hundred pound pit bull or aggressive yeah. or whatever. I mean, then, <laughs> then yes, in that case, but you can bring your dog, you can bring your cat. And I just, I, we encourage that actually. Absolutely. Um, and, and the residents are, it really does become like a family in the community. Um, and residents love to see other people's dogs and when they're out walking them or so a lot of our communities actually have dog parks too um so they can run around and uh they just they love it and dogs and cats well i'm not a cat person but i know lots of people are (laughs) they bring bring so much joy they do and they give a purpose you have to get up and take care feed the dog take it for a walk or take it outside i know uh, some of your communities actually have patios where the seniors have fenced in like a little area and they have actually have dog doors which I'm like that is very cool yeah we do um I I love that about our communities um depending on where the apartment is located um in the community we almost all of our communities the apartments all of them have patios almost all of them um which is another great feature because people love to be outside Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, on the first floor units, several of them, depending on the community and kind of how it's situated on, you know, where, what type of land it has, (laughs) um, we, we absolutely have little fenced in areas, um, where people can have a little dog door going out from their uh, patio door, uh, so that their little doggy or cat, sometimes outside cats, they like to go out too. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. We absolutely do have that. Another thing that I encourage people about your communities, if, if they're living at home and, you know, it's time for them to make a move and they're considering independent living. A lot of times they don't realize that you can add on some services, personal assistant services. So say they need reminders for medication, which is usually the first thing people need. You actually have services in the building, and I guess in most of the buildings where they can contract with that service and have their medication delivered to them and make sure they're taking it. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? No, absolutely. I think when you're talking about retirement communities that have inclusive services, I personally think 
um, and and I I have sold all kinds of senior living, but when it comes to being really cost effective, if you're working on a budget, and let's say for instance you're in your retirement community, you're getting all of your basic needs met, but like Lori mentioned, um, you're on 20 medications and you're 90 years old. You may be cognitively alert, but I don't know about you, keeping track of 20 medications three times a day, that would be hard for me. I have trouble <laughs> just taking my vitamins every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did I take it? I'm like, all the time, like, well, I'll just take it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is probably do, not I good. Do, I know. I do that with Allegra. I'm like, did I take that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you can completely see uh, if you're a senior and you're taking multi, you know, lots of medications and you don't want to double up on some of these that could totally. kill you basically with some there, of the meds. Well, it can. Yeah. And it, you can get into polypharmacy where you're mixing meds and things. And so I use that as an example because a lot of times, you know, people will say, uh, well, my, my mom needs um, assisted living and there is nothing wrong with assisted living. Assisted livings are great. Um, worked in many of them, <laughs> but if you've got someone that is thriving in independent living um, and all they really need is that extra oversight on medication, it makes a lot more sense to add on a service from a third party, either like a home health or a home care company that can set the pill boxes up or uh, maybe has a nurse that can make sure that all the medicines are correct for the week those services can be added on for um, a minimal cost usually. And most of our communities, um, actually all of, pretty much all of my communities have home health or home care companies actually officing on site. So you don't, you're in the state of Texas, you don't have to use anyone in particular. You have the right to choose, but a lot of times people will choose the on-site third-party caregivers because they're right there. And it's less expensive because expensive. they're in the building. Building, yes. And um, it's also less, it tends to be less expensive than assisted living as well. So if you're working on a budget, it just makes a lot of sense. I would say the two big, the two biggest things that we do in independent living when it comes to layering care needs, if you will, is medication management and shower assistance. Yeah. And I think with that, I mean, a lot of times when people call me, what they are looking for are meals, socialization, yeah. and medication. And that you can get all of that, all especially, that. you know, if you're if you can't afford assisted living, I mean, Correct. this is a, a perfect alternative. And, and I, you know, it keeps them active and, you know, very I, much so. I love all inclusive independent living. And I think it's so important for people to understand that they can get these services in that environment. You're so, yeah, you're, you're so right. I think, um, and hopefully we're educating some people today about that. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> because, what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Because it is so hard. Um, when you're navigating as a family, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know where to look or what to do. And a lot of times um, our medical professionals will say things like, well, I think your mom needs assisted living. And they kind of just use that as a blanket Absolutely. term through no fault no, at all. They just don't know. They're not. They out just in don't this. understand yeah. <laughs> or know or. Yeah. And so and a lot of people, they trust their doctors. And so when they hear that, they think, oh, well, I have to move to assisted living. And then they see, oh, I don't think my mom can afford that. 
that's why it's so important to understand all your options. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and all inclusive senior communities really do provide, um, like Lori said, that mental stimulation, that socialization, even if you have someone in very early stages of dementia or Alzheimer's, a lot of times they can live in independent living because it provides a routine and that's extremely important for someone that um, has even early stages of dementia. And they're, they're getting, they're getting meals. They're eating properly because that's what, I mean, I would say the calls I get are typically, you know, I've gone to see mom and she doesn't have food, good food. There's expired food in the fridge. She's not eating right. She just seems, she's just watching TV. And a lot of times we see just, I mean, amazing. They blossom when they get into independent living because they're getting good food. They're getting social interaction. Their meds are straightened out. They're taking their meds. I mean, it's just, it's life changing. It's a, it's really a game changer. I think it really is life changing. I think so often people, I, (laughs) I hear people say, um, well, I want to keep my mom at home as long as possible. I don't, I don't want to move her. And I, and I think to myself, why? Because typically when some, and and not always, but most of the time, when people are 85 years old, their spouse of 60 years has passed away. They're not driving as much anymore. They're sitting, watching TV or reading a book in one room of their four bedroom house. They're not getting the purpose and lifestyle that a community can bring to them. Totally agree. when you're in a community setting, people, it's funny because people will say, well, I'm not very social. Well, you don't have to be. We're not going to force you to be the life of the party. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to be, that's good. But if you don't want to be, that's okay. You can be as independent as you want to be. You can be as social as you want to be. You can be as introverted as you want to be. But it does provide those supportive services to allow you to live a better life. And that's what Holiday's mission is, is to help older people live better. Because I don't know about you, but sitting at home alone, I don't really know how that's living a very exciting, better life. It's just not. No, I completely agree. And, you know, if you're a senior and you're at home and you're no longer able to drive, I mean, you're, you're basically a become a prisoner in your own home. Yes. So I, I would love to break down because I feel like there's that stereotype people have that I'm sending them to a nursing home. It's a nurse. Everything's a nursing home. Nursing and it's home. like, that's a purpose of this podcast. I hope we can reach more people and just educate them on all the different options that are available. And if you choose to Absolutely. stay home, that's fine. You do what works for you, but just know that there are other options out there. I, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And sometimes being at home that, that works for some people, but for a lot of people, it doesn't. And that's why we have senior living. And that's why we have um, different activities and events. And we want your life to continue. We don't want your life to stop when you're retired or when, unfortunately, maybe a spouse passes away. You still have purpose. Purpose, we have to, yes. We have to find it again sometimes. Sometimes people have their whole purpose in like their children or their spouse and if they were an awesome homemaker and that's all they did their whole life and then their children grew up 
and they're out of the house, their grandkids are gone, their spouse is gone, and they're like, what do I do now? So then that's where that depression sets in and not eating and, and confusion and that kind of stuff. And that's when people start to go downhill. Independent living can give you back or even show you a different type of purpose for your life. Just because you're 85 years old doesn't mean you can't have purpose for the next 5, 10, 15 years. Exactly. It just might look a little different. Yeah. Which reminds me that we were talking early about, earlier about um, inspirational seniors. And I know yeah. that you have met tons of them throughout your career. But you were telling me about um, a really special one at one of your communities. So yes. tell us about this senior, this spectacular senior. <laughs> yeah, we, we have so many, we have so many awesome seniors. Uh, but I was thinking about this gentleman. He's 107. He might be 108. <laughs> he's either 107 or 108. I care. He just had his birthday not too long ago. He lives at the Bentley, uh, which is a community in Dallas. And, um, Oh, I, I lied. No, he's at White Rock. I have another lady at the Bentley who's like 103. Anyway. <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, I know. Um, yeah, he's at White Rock Court. But um, yeah, I mean, he was still volunteering at Baylor um, as like a greeter type person. Wow. Uh, for years, he walks on his own, sharp as a tack. Uh, you know, he comes to every activity in the community. Uh, so I really, I always say age is just a number. Mm-hmm. I do living. too. Absolutely. And <laughs> working in senior living, I never know how old people are. Like I've, I've gotten to this point where I'm like, someone will tell me I'm 94 and I'm like, really? You look 70, you know, and, and they're, I don't know, <laughs> because they're so active and it's so hard to, to tell. So when people say, well, my mom's only 82 and I'm like, well, okay, that's all right. <laughs> like she's young. Well, yeah, that's all right. I have 65 year olds that live in my community that want to have fun and be active. And I have 105 year olds that want to yeah, have fun. There's and a be huge, active. huge range. And probably yeah. the 107 year old, well, I'm sure of it is that he found purpose. So he yes. continued volunteering. Um, oh, absolutely. Which there's this fantastic gentleman out here in Flower Mound who I want to interview. He doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to interview him. <laughs> but he's, he's going to hear this and say, oh, that was me. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So he's 94. His name is Doug. And he, I've heard him say this over and over and I, I love it. He says, he tells people when they retire, you retire and turn on the TV and sit down, you're going to die there. You Absolutely. need to get busy. You need to volunteer. And Doug and his wife, Claire, they are everywhere in Flower Mound. They volunteer to do, you know, the voter registration. I mean, they're everywhere. And I think that's why they are so, so active and doing so well still because they have that purpose and they're not just sitting in front of the TV. They're active and and moving around. It's so true. Um, I mean, now, I like watching TV, but not all day long, every single day. (laughs) That's got to be so boring. I think it would be. And then also that you just don't have a purpose. I could purpose. see where it would lead to depression. Depression. And we see that a lot in seniors. And um, sometimes depression can uh, can uh, mimic uh, dementia. Yes. Even, even mm-hmm. though someone may not have dementia at all, depression can make your brain confused <laughs> um, or, or come across that way. 
Yeah. Isn't and that amazing? So, the things we learned is. in senior living. I, I didn't know that until I started working in senior living. Yeah, me, me either. And that's why it's so important to be active. Um, and that doesn't mean running a marathon, but it does mean stimulating your brain, doing activities, um, and actually even coming to meals and having a conversation with your table mate stimulates your brain at least three times a day because you're conversing, you're talking about maybe the news or you're talking about what your grandkids did at their high school graduation or whatever the case may be, that really helps to stimulate your brain. So even if you're not an overly like, oh, I want to go to every activity on the calendar type person, if you're coming to meals and you're making even that core group of friends, that helps. And it and helps even, a lot. Even talking to the staff in the community. So, oh, absolutely. Like I know my daughter every day when she's doing the snack cart delivery. <laughs> Back to that snack cart. But I she have to get her like a cute little shirt that says snack girl or something that would be so cute wouldn't it so yeah that's a cute idea but she says she stops in and they she takes her time with them because because of covid you're not they're not out as much as they were and activities and stuff and she says that she stops and talks with them and you know and and it's just so important to have that human connection and you know and and she's you know, just a staff member, or I shouldn't say just a staff member. She oh, is. She a, is. A she's member. the snack cart girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, you, if you're sitting home, you're not getting that interaction. I mean, you're getting very minimal interaction. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking, you also look if you're home and you maybe walk into two different rooms, that's all your exercise you're getting. Maybe you go from your bedroom to your kitchen to your bathroom, that's it. But in a community, you're walking from your apartment, you have your own apartment, and you walk from that down to the dining room or down to activities, you're getting more exercise. Oh, definitely. You know, actually, there's a, a cute lady at Pinewood that walks the whole building for her exercise. All day, every day, I see her. No matter whenever I'm at Pinewood, she's there walking. Um, because, maybe you know, maybe I should come to Pinewood and walk with her because it's close <laughs> to my house and I need to get some exercise. So <laughs> we also have you, most of our communities have nice walking uh, sidewalks and trails mm-hmm. all the way around them too to prom- to promote that because we want to promote that healthy lifestyle. Uh, but yeah, it's hot right now, so they walk inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes that makes sense. But we do have exercise classes as well. Um, I think a lot of times people think, well, I, you know, I broke my hip. I'm on a walker. I, I can't exercise. Well, that's not true. We do chair exercises. You can still um, exercise those muscles. And actually exercise is another great thing for combating um, dementia and depression. And depression. Yes, absolutely. So it's very, very important to stay physically active as well as mentally active. And that's another thing a community can give to you definitely can. So thank you so much, Kristen. I think this has been just a a great uh, conversation. And I hope that everyone listening really gets a lot out of it. So um, I'm going to put Kristen's information on the website. And you'll be able to reach out to her if you have any questions or if you want to know more about holiday retirement. And as always, you can go to my website um, and see everything there. It's lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. And if you have a topic you want to learn about or learn more about, please send me an email at 
um, at Lori at LoriWilliams-SeniorServices.com. Thanks again for listening and um, stay safe out there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.